0: Welcome to The Short Score, your weekly update of rope and news from around the industry, where you can find the latest on the sport from the pro rodeo ranks to the jackpot world. I'm Taylor Volland, and I'm your host. Hey there, ropers. It's your host, Taylor Volland. Welcome back to another episode of The Short Score. You guys already know the drill. It's Saturday, so I'm bringing you another bonus roping.com tips episode and of course we are still sticking with our Jake and Clay series we have so many good insights from them for y'all which you can always go and watch at ropen.com. go ahead and sign up today if you haven't already yet we all already know that Jake Barnes and Clay O'Brien Cooper are master analyzers of the sport of team Ropen. but why do they like to break things down so much and how do they best analyze each run on this episode of the short score Jake and Clay talk about why and how they break things down so much This episode is brought to you by Nutramax. Cosequin ASU joint and hoof pellets contain quality ingredients to support joint and hoof health and leave out the fillers, molasses, and alfalfa, all while delivering the taste horses love. The colors of our ingredients shine through for a difference you can see. Visit cosequinequine.com.
1: Oh, you know, that starts from early on. That's where kind of the relationship between Alan and I. Alan is so, he loves to break it down, just every little aspect of healing. And and even as far as the just the analyzation of the run from a team aspect uh, and and what how a what a header does, and how they uh how they turn the steer and and you know how they handle them and what shots they take and I mean, you can talk for days with a guy like Al Bach, so I like talking with anybody that'll sit down and visit and break it down uh, so yeah, I enjoy you know. I enjoy the young guys that would come up to me when I was still rodeo and, and they they felt comfortable enough to just come up and then open up a topic or open up, hey, what do you think about this or that? And then that usually leads into something else and then there's a back and forth and exchange. and. A lot of times, not only do I enjoy it, but I get something out of it. I get their perspective because I'll ask them questions. You know, well, what do you think about it? I mean, you're, you're a great roper. You, you can heal them. You, you, you got it figured out. You know, what do you think? And so those different perspectives, to me, are priceless of, of hearing someone's interpretation of something you've studied forever. I mean, sometimes you get some real wild, outlandish kind of stuff, but it means something because, and then there's times, I, just like with Jade, you brought him up specifically, I would really s- store away in my memory bank different things that he would say because I wouldn't hear people say things that he would say. So to me, it was like, whoa, you know, he's got a really a different perspective on what he's doing. But then as time has went on, you know, 10 years ago, I've run across a few things that I'm doing or messing with or experimenting with. And like, oh, that's what he meant. That's what he was saying. And so that happens to me all the time about, different people and, and what they've said. is I can remember the phrase or the wording. I didn't know what it meant then, but then eventually, a lot of times, oh, that's what he meant.
2: <laughs> I don't know that, that headers just don't do that or why. You know, the, the, the difference between heading and healing, I mean, it's just two different animals. And, and in my opinion, he- healing is twice as hard as heading. You know, as a header, there's just so you know, there's a lot more things that you got to do. You know, detail stuff of, you know, being able to ride that barrier. You know, having a horse that scores good and hit that barrier, have your rope going and be able to stick it on them as fast as you can. But, you know, I I think that the hardest thing in, in heading is that doggone horse. I mean, that son of a gun's got to score and he's got to run and he's got to pull and he's got to face. You know the part about putting the rope around the horns i mean it it seems pretty simple but you know like in the healing side man being able to ride that corner and 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 having a you know because heading you know there's difference there's a difference between rodeo roping and and average roping you know so obviously you know when you're average roping you're going to take the time to try to set the run up and and handle the steer a little bit softer and and give the healer a you know a better go. You know rodeo roping. That dog on head horse can can feel that you're gonna throw and try to get ahead of you. And a lot of times you when you throw and he's already leaving, you gotta hurry to the horn. And so it's gonna you're gonna get a hard corner and maybe splatter the steer. And so you know as far as the I kind of got my own perspective of of you know what I'm trying to do with my my rope and. Uh, and I've just roped that dummy you know, for so long that roping the horns isn't really my problem. It's just the, that dog on horses, the, the main factor in that deal. One, one of the things that, that really, and I, I didn't really talk to him about it, I just saw what Charles Pogue did. I tried trying to change my style of roping because I was really envious of Charles the way that he roped, he was a good horn roper. He scored really well, but man, that dog on head horse was just so phenomenal he could just run up there and stick it on him and when he was roping with Stevie Northcott, he was just like, "Golly, they were stealing and I was like, man, I, I don't want to rope like that where it's it always seemed like my horses always want to be quick and 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 always have to change horses and man, I want to change the course of my roping and, and rope like Charles because, you know, like Clay said, you know, the roping had changed. There was a lot of two headers, you know, to where it wasn't like he was trying to win every go round. You know, generally, if you drew decent, you could place in and, place a and go round. Or if you had a steer that run hard, you could go knock him down. And even if you knock two steers down, you're gonna get good money. And I wanted to be like Charles. I wanted to, so I tried to change my my style of rope and kind of towards him. and there was a lot of I never did do that well at the you know the BFIs and the the stuff because my horses always wanted to be too quick and so I tried to try to pattern myself a little bit after. I, I wanted to be able to still rope fast, but be more of a an average roper too. so that's, that's the guy that I. I looked up too. And then Bobby Hurley. Bobby Hurley had a really good horse too. And man, it was just, golly. Scored good and run hard. They didn't have to reach all the time.